I don't want my child to be like, yeah, I can't wait till mummies die and I can get their inheritance or whatever. That's like horrible. Hi, I'm Rose and this is my wife Rosie. Hi, we're expecting our first baby in the summer of 21. Rosie's carrying the baby. I am. And I'm carrying the weight of her mood swings. Hey! So if you're new, make sure you catch up with the last season to hear all about how we got here. And tune in every week to hear us gradually get more and more terrified of giving birth to a whole new responsibility. Good luck us! To join in the conversation, use the hashtag RoseandRosiePG. You're listening to Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance, a Spotify original podcast. Hi, welcome back. Rosie, how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good, yeah. I've got, I mean, I've got heartburn as we speak. My Gaviscon's all the way inside and upstairs. It's so. got to the Gaviscon stage yeah. now, hasn't it? Are you aware of how much bed space you're taking up? And I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean that in like a rude way because, wow. you know, you've got like a huge pregnancy bump. I just mean, generally speaking, you are actually starting to spread over <laughs> into my personal space and it's affecting my life. Wow, I'm sorry. It's been so hard for you <laughs> during really, my pregnancy. Really I'm, I'm sorry difficult. you've been so put out. Difficult, difficult journey. Yeah. She keeps telling me my uh, pregnancy pillow smells. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you want me to do with this information. Well, wash okay. it. What, what the fuck did you How do I wash it? You wash it. You go wash no, it. No, that's the one thing I don't do in this household. We have specific jobs and that I do not do. But so, I'll let everyone know that I do everything else. So there we are. Everything um, else. Okay, so any updates so far physically, mentally, emotionally? Um, no, I've been going for long dog walks. Yes. Yeah. The I've been, been... Oh, well, it was a gorgeous day the other day and then it snowed, which made me really <laughs> angry. <laughs> Do you know what's really crazy? What I was thinking the other day. I have now been with you for 10 years, right? And I first met your sister, Isabel, when she was eight. Eight (laughs) years old. And now she's going to be 18. She's going to be 18. 18 years old. Time flies. When you're listening to this podcast, it's my sister's birthday, which is funny. She was due on her dad's birthday. And she (laughs) arrived on my dad's birthday. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's cool. So um, hopefully like socially distance well I don't know I don't know what's happening I don't know what's going on with the world oh my god I know it's it's really crazy but But, um, um, I want to have a baby moon and we've not got time what's a a baby moon it's like you know like honeymoon which we also never had (laughs) yeah because our cat went missing yeah our cat went missing we didn't go anywhere Um, it's like when parents to be go and relax on a holiday before baby comes because then their life is never going to be the same Um, (laughs) like you and I ever relax anywhere I know like that's one thing I just can't do I just can't re- if I know I'm supposed to relax and I book something in hopes that yeah I'm gonna go relax I just can't it's so annoying so no. fucking annoying but yeah I want a baby moon but we have booked a spa break yes like a two night spa break and I booked and I think, all my maternity treatments yes. yeah that's what that's what our baby moon is gonna be like mm-hmm. that's the only opportunity um, we're not gonna go abroad in like what like 25 years uh, so this is this is it <laughs> I, I would be so scared to take a child on a plane because of other people's judgement even though I never judge anyone else and I've actually sat by a woman on a plane who asked me to hold her baby and I did and then she didn't take it back and it was a really heavy baby oh my god was she trying to give you and I was baby, like oh my god I'm stuck like this is terrifying I hate this what's even funny about that story is we weren't sat together no. for whatever reason I have no idea so, what because someone else bought the tickets that's uh, why it was yeah, for like some kind of work thing oh yeah and you just ended and up you're with scared baby. of flying and we were totally apart and I had this baby she was like can you hold it for a second and I was like yeah cool and she was like going in her bag and did then she fall asleep she, she like I think she like put a jumper on and I was like okay cool she's going to take it back and then she just didn't and I was like wow <laughs> taking advantage babies um, get heavy that, it was so heavy. Really heavy do you know I've been thinking about this I think I need to lift some weights because how am I going to carry Mate, join my mum's Zoom Pilates session. She can plank for four and a half minutes. I can do 25 seconds. You, I don't even know. 
Well, definitely nothing. Your bum will just touch the floor. floor. Yeah, it'll it will. Be your, it'll oh, be that's your... called lying down. <laughs> uh, I read on um, on a pregnancy forum I'm on the other day. They were like, buy one of those rubber donuts that, like, you know, you take to the like oh, a yeah. rock pool. Yeah, and they were like, they were like, put it on your bed. Yeah, you can lie front facing down. You're welcome. And I was like, oh my god, babe. If that happens, I will certainly not have any space whatsoever. Oh, sorry. Do you know? I really took um, lying on my back for granted. I didn't realize I did it. I always thought, like, always saw like pregnant women moan about that, and I always thought, ah, I sleep on my side anyway. Like that's not an issue. But actually, no, you can't ever be on your back. And like, wow. it's I miss it. Like, yeah, I bet you do. It's gonna be amazing. Today, roll over. <laughs> Rosie fell down, but like not not hard or anything. Thing. She yeah. fell back off of the, on the floor onto her bottom, and she went over like a turtle. Yeah, I get back. Up. And she literally she's just wriggling like, around. Oh, I, mean, I thought it was hilarious. It's so hard because you can't just like roll over because you're like no. move your baby. It, like, it's yeah. like a bowling ball. It'll just like roll to the side. Yeah, I didn't yeah. help her for at least fifteen minutes. It's yeah. really funny. So today we've been thinking about who our baby's going to be. Who is our baby? We don't know. We don't know what it looks like. We don't know what personality it's going to have. Is it going to be quiet? Is it going to be loud? Is it going to be a Gemini? Is it going to be a Cancer? Who knows? I think it's just going to be you. So we decided to do two things. We've written letters to our baby. It'll be really nice because when babies older it can listen back to <laughs> yeah. the podcast and be like oh wow my mummy's wrote me a heartfelt and ridiculous letter and also i wanted to introduce baby to you rose oh really so it knows what it's in for because i i imagine so it knows, it knows me father. a bit yeah. Yeah. yeah it knows my heartbeat anyway and right. my womb right um oh no it's definitely heard me being shrill and it definitely knows what the vacuum is so i feel like we've got a great relationship yeah it's heard you singing and stuff and laughing and being annoying <laughs> being horrible it definitely to you. knows the noise of the vacuum that's gonna like help help it go to sleep all yeah the time. Oh, absolutely yeah. i'm on it that's a constant okay. yeah so i think that'd be really nice to kind of yeah talk to our baby a little bit you okay. know mainly it's been us talking I know. I haven't actually directly spoken to baby that much. Um, mm. Only to bitch about you behind you your do, back you or in do, front of your back. <laughs> you do when I'm in the bath. You come in and you're like, "Hey, baby." Yeah. Say hi. Never answers back though. No, no, rude. I'm not going to get used to that though because I bet it answers back when it's a teenager. So first things first, because I'm a bit shy of my letter, so I don't want to go straight into. <laughs> Can it. I just ask? Is your letter really heartfelt? And serious? It's a bit of both. Okay. It's not. It's, uh, yours is going to be better. No, your I, don't. Don't. don't, don't I'm very it. proud of my introduction. Okay. So to I'm going to do it like a game show. Yeah, so I so I'm introducing baby to Rose, okay? okay. Letting baby know who Rose is. Yeah, so are you ready? I'm ready. ready for this. I'm excited. Okay. Cue music. Meet Rose. She won't let you sit on the bed once it's made, or the sofa, or any pillows. She'll make you put your shoes on in a specific spot, and if you dare walk around with those shoes on, trust me, she'll know about it. She doesn't share food, not even with children, so don't bother asking. <laughs> she hates the rain but loves the garden, so if you want to get into her good books, then it's time for a trip to the garden centre. She won't wait for you to look at the toys, clothes, or food, but she'll spend bloody ages checking out the geraniums. <laughs> She doesn't like you taking a long time to get to the point, and she'll try to speed you up by guessing what you're about to talk about wrongly. <laughs> but she's a fantastic listener and an excellent advice giver who always knows the right thing to say. Just let her be defensive first. <laughs> she gets shrill on the phone, she loves watching MasterChef, and she misses you when you're in the bath. She's your mummy. It's Rose Ellen Dick. I loved it. I loved all the backhanded compliments and the slight shade, but overall, I loved it. Yeah. Mine's a lot shorter. Okay, but was <laughs> it, would you say that's an accurate? I think it's totally accurate. Totally accurate. Do you think baby would be like, yeah, 
Even in years to come. <laughs> you, you, do you know what, yeah? If you did go on a game show, do you think that would be... <laughs> Yeah, probably, yeah. No, you've done it better than I could. Thank you. Um, All right then, Rosie, so I'm going to introduce our baby to you. Okay, so he's talking to baby. Cue music. Meet Rosie, a courageous, outgoing, brash, blonde bisexual who can't pronounce the word orange. If ever you need someone to break the ice, it's Roseanne. Her dream is to star on Strictly Come Dancing, but I'll never allow it in case she runs away with a man. With a heart full of love and a brain full of promise, this is a girl who wears her feelings on her wet, soggy sleeve. She's a spiller, but she won't spill your tea. Trustworthy, loyal and true, she's the kindest girl you ever knew. Thanks. Accurate. Yeah. I think it's so accurate. I mean, oh. it's a lot shorter than the one you gave me, but I still think accurate. Will you never let me go on Strictly? No, never. Absolutely. That's very <laughs> Never. Upsetting. We can't bring this up now, okay? We will argue. So out of all the things I said about you to our baby, yeah. uh, what do you agree with the most? Um, that you'll never let me go on Strictly. Um, <laughs> and I like that I wear my heart on my sleeve. It's true. On your soggy sleeve. I just can't keep things in. I think it's nice to be open and honest like that, though. And I actually think that bodes really well for the relationship that you will have with your baby. Aww. I think it's good not to have barriers and emotional walls, you know? Because yeah. when I first met you, you were so difficult to read. You were closed. A I closed have trauma. Book. <laughs> yeah. And I still do, but yeah. But crazy. after your breakdown, you're like so much warmer yeah. and like softer and open. And it's just yeah. great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read my letter now. I'm a, I'm a bit shy about it. I wrote Why? it yesterday. Because it's like quite serious. Oh, no, I think it's really nice to be serious. Okay. I'm Come on, it's a good, a it's a good balance. Because mine absolutely is not. Sharing with the world. But yeah, okay, I'm going to read out now, okay? Okay. This is cute. Go on, okay. do it. I'm excited to okay. hear it. Dear baby. (laughs) (laughs) Who's the baby here, Rosie? (laughs) We both are. Um, As I'm writing you this letter, I'm 28 weeks and three days pregnant and I have roughly 11 weeks left until I meet you. I'll be 100% honest and say, 11 weeks might seem like a long time to you, but in no time you'll be here and then I have to be responsible for you for the rest of your life and that's scary. It feels so weird that I've literally made you. I'm carrying you around inside of me, but I have no idea what you look like or who you are. Although we do have a 4D scan booked in, so we're really excited to get a glimpse of your face. At the moment, we don't have a name for you yet. So if you could give me a clue as to what you'd like, that would be great. I like pretty out there names, so I hope when you go to school, you will feel your name is special and meaningful and not hate it. But I love you so much, if you really hate your name, I don't mind if you change it. You see, I'm the cool laid back mum. I hope that you don't immediately favour other mummy more than me, like all our pets do, because that will be upsetting, especially as I'm the one who's suffered the relentless backache and nightly heartburn for weeks. I also really hope you don't hurt me on the way out. If you pull some annoying stunt during birth, I will be pissed off and I won't let you forget it. If you grow up and you feel you aren't good at anything, that doesn't matter. I wasn't good at much either. I can't sing and I'm rubbish at math, science and sports, but I still turned out pretty special and I have no doubt that you will too. I want you to know that you don't have anything to prove to anyone and you can be whoever you want to be. It doesn't matter what other people think of you as long as you're happy and you try your best to always be kind. I hope you've enjoyed your time in my womb as much as I've enjoyed hosting you. I hope you've had fun listening to Mummy and I reading you stories and singing to you and I hope you've enjoyed our nightly bath times together. I hope you won't miss being inside me too much but I've been told I'll really miss my bump so perhaps that will make two of us. I promise we'll have so much fun when you're born. I can't wait. I just want you here, so please don't make me wait too much longer. Oh, very nice, Rosie. That was really sweet. 
That was really, really sweet. How did you feel when you were writing that? Um, quite emotional. Yeah? Yeah. That's so funny because when, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll read mine in a minute. But when after I actually wrote it, I had this really like sudden realisation of feeling like, oh my God, because at the end I go, love mum, right? Oh my and, God. And I was like, oh my God, that feels so Your weird. Mom. Like I'm... Mum? Well, you're mummy. Like, well, yeah, yeah but mom. like, I'm going to be yeah. a mum. It like, became real, right? Yeah. Like, we're not just writing some fictional thing. We're really talking to yeah. our baby. Like, But do you know what? I was thinking about this. I was thinking, when is it going to feel really, really real? Because I've had, like, obviously we're so prepared and we, we bought everything and we... we so we, we're pretty much ready now. We're ready, but like, when's it actually going to be really real? Really? Um, I think when we hold the baby. You, I know it's inside me. I've seen the scans. I can feel it kicking. And yet, like... It's still not been real. I think if I had another baby, mm. then I, 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 it would sink in quicker. But because mm. I've never done it before, I'm. It's still so hard to Who's believe. Who's that actress from Pretty Little Liars that says Shay Mitchell? Shay Mitchell said that, didn't she? She yeah. said she felt almost fraudulent because it was only until the baby was born yep. that she felt, oh my god, I'm, I'm a mum. Yeah, and like, she said she had this massive bump, and everyone was like, "How are you feeling?" and stuff, and she was like. Like, she yeah. felt weird. Like, she felt like it was, like, a lie. It wasn't. But yeah, 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 You just feel like you're pretending. Like, it's so weird <laughs> until... And now her baby's here. Yeah, it's so weird. I, when I was writing it, I was thinking about my baby, but I can't picture its face because I don't know what it's going to look like. The other night, I suddenly had this, like, sudden clarity Clarence. I didn't tell you. I was like... Did I spend long enough thinking about my sperm donor before I just took this DNA? We it, spent a year. I know, I know, but I was like, I, do you know what caused it? It's because Rosa's mum, for the first time, came around socially distanced in, um, in the garden mm. the other day. And we were talking about sperm donors, and for some reason, our, our original sperm donor came up. And your mum was like, I really liked him. That's bullshit. And she I was like, he had a big head. She did, she did. Yeah. She made me worry about his head too. She did. Um, but she was like, and I was like, yeah, I liked him too. Oh, that's what came up. It came up that our previous sperm donor, the one we didn't use, liked steak. We were talking about food. <laughs> and she was like, I did like him. And I was like, yeah, Barbara, I liked him too. And she was like, I liked him. And I was like, <gasps> at the time, she was like, mm, he's got quite a big forehead, hasn't he, Rose? I was like, oh, just say how you feel, mum. My mum also said he had a big head, though. So then we were like, okay, well. And it really freaked me out. <laughs> My mum did say that our original choice looked just like you, but just with a huge head. Yeah, and my mum said he looked like my cousin. Which is what you want in a donor. <laughs> 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 oh, good times. Um, okay, so I'm going to read my letter to our baby. <clears throat> but wait, I was just going to say... Go on. Sorry, before you read your letter. Go on. But yeah, I was thinking about it the other night and I was like, so weird because um, we, me and Rose were talking about how DNA works. So like, you know how, say I say I could have this baby and it could randomly look like my grandmother, mm. right? It can like skip generations, can't mm. it? Mm. And it might look like the, her lineage, if that's the right word. And then it's like, but I don't know what the sperm donor's mum or dad looks like mm. or his grandma or granddad looks like. So even though we've chosen his sperm, mm. say the baby looks nothing like my DNA and it looks like his, I still might not recognise it because it would, you, you know, know right ma- randomly look like his granddad. I think I'm, that's quite good though. It's because scary it, though. I don't know who I'm having a baby with. Yeah, but it's quite cool because you'll just see your baby and you'll be like, oh, I can't see any other like person in that that you might not necessarily like within the donor's family. Like yeah. you would with like, you know, like heterosexual people. You yeah, know, like, the wife if might think, like if I had a husband, it looked like his dad and I hated his dad. I exactly, see what I'm saying. Exactly. So your child would just like, look like your child. And then if mm. we go on to have another baby using the same sperm donor, it'll be really interesting to see if they look like each other. If I was the carrier, yes. you know, it would be if really still interesting. Look like his DNA yeah, rather I, than, yeah. Yeah, I think it's more fun that way, not knowing. Dude. It's more of a gamble. What happens in the case that 
your baby, mm. your biological baby, baby, but yes, our baby, my, my but your biological, biological baby. baby, ends up kind of adopting some of my mannerisms and my aesthetic. And what yeah. if it looks like me a little bit? I would love that. I would There's love that. I mean, you've got it some, should be so lucky. You've got some good mannerisms. <laughs> if anything, I've got some mannerisms that I don't want baby <laughs> to pick up, you know, to list a few. Nose picking. <laughs> That's more of if a If I really, really enjoy a food, sometimes my mouth slightly opens. Slightly while I opens. Eat. Rosie, what do I do? I go, Rosie, lips. <laughs> oh, it really kills me. Can I just say, I can eat with my mouth closed. It's just like if something was delightful. No, if something is especially tasty. It needs to oxidise. It, it just kind of falls out of your <laughs> mouth. Uh, yeah, that drives me crazy. But what do you think? Do you think it's possible, though, for your biological baby to look like me? Absolutely, yeah, I do, and definitely mm. pick up mannerisms and stuff. Because I remember, for example, I remember when I was very young watching my mum draw a picture of a princess while she was on the phone. You know when you're on the phone you have a pen and paper and you doodle? Yes. And then I from then on mm. always drew and still do draw princesses the exact same way yeah just from learning okay and so that's not anything biological i don't believe we have a biological ability to draw the princess the same way i think i watched her and learned right. and so um i think baby will watch you potentially in the garden or um <laughs> oh. hoovering all the time and, oh, great. and things like the way you drive because it's really funny actually rose walks and drives exactly like her dad like they both um when they walk put their hands behind their back and they yeah. walk a certain way yeah and um i don't think that's biological i think that's literally a learned behavior okay right okay let's hear this letter to my baby i'm excited because i know you're gonna have took the piss no just to preface it it's a hundred percent serious <laughs> okay oh, i, don't I know. haven't read I, it okay you obviously have very low expectations of me okay here we go dear baby I hope we call you something cool that sets you apart and makes you better than other people. But as the child of two influencers, you're already one step ahead. <laughs> we didn't have you just for the money you brought us through this podcast. We had you because we want to pass on all the wisdom we failed to gather from our 30-something years of living. Life's not easy. Sometimes you won't know whether ketchup or mayonnaise will work better and you have to take a risk. That's what I did when I married a bisexual, but you live and you learn. <gasps> The most important part of life is being happy. Happy in the knowledge that your donor father seems really smart, so that should balance things out. Sometimes people might ask you where your daddy is and why you have two mums. But I can tell you now that your father is Hugh Jackman and he's from Australia, so technically he's from the future. Always remember that the reason for living is to love. Never be afraid to be yourself, whoever that may be and never be afraid to mix your sandwich fillings because like relationships, some will surprise you. I can't, <laughs> I can't promise I won't be shrill like my mother if ever you get into trouble, but there will always be a home here for you if ever you need it. All I ask in return is for you to never put me into care and to take on that emotional, physical and financial responsibility even if you're busy with your own family. Lots of love. Mum. Oh, I like out. that we both put in our letters, you can be whoever you want to be. I know, because we didn't actually talk about what we were going to write to our baby. No, we did we? No, we did it on different days in different rooms. Yeah, I just honestly... That, that was a lovely. Thank you, I thought so. I do feel like the most important part of both of our letters is happiness and being happy and being happy with who you are. You know, that, that's all I really want for my baby, just happiness don't be anxious like me and just try and enjoy life. No one knows what the fuck it's about. Just enjoy so, it. So what is your biggest hope and dream and wish for, for our, our child then? Because I think that's something I'd like to discuss today while we're writing letters to our baby and talking about who our baby's going to hmm. be. What's your one wish? My one wish, but I can't 
I don't think it's a wish that I could make come true. Mm. But my wish would be for my baby, our baby, to have the least amount of anxiety. Same. That's p- top possible. of my list. And uh, because I just think in the world we live in, I don't know if I'd been a mum, you know, 20 years ago, you know, if I was like my mum. I don't know if that's something they worried about. But I think, you know, people are understanding mental health much more. And I feel like... It's a huge thing, Let's mm. cl- like mm. climate change and mm. politics and the world is quite scary. Right. Um, Do you think that, like, back when we were growing up, kind of, like, between the ages of, like, five and, like, 12, mm-hmm. do you think we had anywhere near as much anxiety? No, and I think it's because we didn't have the internet, like, uh, the internet is... <laughs> Blame the internet, that's a really good idea. Um, no, but seriously, because the, the thing is about the internet, it's this wonderful tool, but the access to all the world news is very, very frightening. Yeah. Like, obviously, there were big world events that affected me even in you know like for example I remember 9-11 when I was at right. school um but other than that like we are constantly bombarded even if you don't like I try to actively avoid the news because it makes me anxious mm. but like you can't go on anything without mm, seeing it mm, can you and mm, and I and I, I feel it's getting scary and scarier as we it's good that we're more informed so we can make change right, right and right, like right. protests and stuff but yeah it just scares me and I, I I do think like how much of a la 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 whimsical childhood will our child have with social media being yeah. around yeah because for example like um Greta Thunberg for example is was really young still is but was really young when she you know made that speech about and became famous about climate change she was worried about it as a mm. young girl mm. and it's like it's, Sad so that take on. I feel like, what did I even think about when I was a child? And oh. also, um, pr- pressure looks wise as well. I'm not saying there was no pressure because right. we had magazines and stuff. Right. But things like Instagram and stuff. I just want our baby to, um, Relax. you know, not feel all this pressure. But on the other hand, if our baby does have like identity issues or mm. ha- like internal crisis, yeah. I do feel like now is a better time. Yeah, people for are more that, for that support. Yes, you know that support system. But back to the original question. Yeah, I feel like for me, the most important thing for my child is not to live in constant fear. Yeah. Um, don't be anxious. I really, really, really hope our baby is just naturally chilled because that is not me. <laughs> what do you think your biggest source of anxiety is? Because it's funny because I think. Um, my biggest source yeah, of anxiety. Is, do you think it's work? Because, um, but then, I don't know, because it's weird because obviously children don't work. I don't want baby to feel pressured about school. I, do, I don't think, I didn't feel that pressured by school. I did, but I think that's because my mum had very yeah. high expectations of all of us in, yeah. in a nice way. Like she really pushed us yeah. all to do really well academically. And, but you, and you did do well. Yeah, I mean, I'm an influencer now, so I, I <laughs> you know, I, so you put that degree to yeah, good use. I really did. Um, so yeah, that all worked out. But um, no, I just, I just don't want my kid to feel pressure, I guess. Does any kind of pressure pressure from the world society other people and then finally I want my child to be uh, I mean everyone probably says this but I seriously mean it I want my baby to be a kind grow up to be a kind person like think of others but also I think that my something uh, wrong wrong with me but what holds me back is I don't always speak up and um, I don't know I'm I'm Sometimes, yeah, I'm afraid to speak up, I guess. And so I'd like my child to stand up for itself a bit more than I, like I do. That. I like that. No, I think uh, definitely be assertive. You know, that would be that would be good because I was walked all over growing up and I just yeah. took it and thought, oh, everyone else knows better. I'll just be quiet. That's what I thought. And now I'm like, yeah, but in no, your case, everybody else did know better. Really. Oh, <laughs> don't be mean. Not me playing. But um, yeah, I think that's a really nice thing to want for your kid. You know, just to just to be confident in in having feelings. You yeah. know, and uh, and and speaking up, and you know, 
and also support and, and standing up for other people I would yes. love it yeah. if our if our kid could do that and, oh. and have the confidence to do that or like demonstrated like I see stories when um people's kids do like really nice things like say another kid's ill so they'll be like oh mommy let's like bring them and yeah, then my toy really or sweet. yeah I'd love the, obviously our child to be a really kind person oh, I know you it's funny my mum keeps saying it'll be who it who it is you yeah. know it'll be what it'll be you oh. think the baby's going to be a show off don't you but which is yeah, funny because we're I both do. me and rose both have big personalities yeah you know? yeah but i think yours is gonna be like ta-da uh, I, I'd, I'd like my child to know how to have fun as well like i'd like it to you know <laughs> let go like not be afraid to like be themselves yeah know? that's cool to like dance around and be silly like have fun yeah have fun live loose do yeah you know I mean? you're hearing this baby so I think we should talk about in your letter you mentioned about uh, don't let me go into care <laughs> it's really interesting this is something we talk about a lot so just in case anyone's like that's random where did that come from? <laughs> um, I basically just, we're yeah. obsessed with both our parents not going into care mm. that's it's our not, life goal is for them to not go into care. I, I, that is literally my life goal. I think, you know what? You raised me. You looked after me so well. You supported me so well. I am going to take the responsibility on of making sure you are okay, comfortable, happy and safe in your, in your you know, elderly, very elderly years. And uh, and I just think it's it's the way that I can give back to my parents okay. because they have been so fantastic for both of us and your mum too you know yeah. and I just it would be my honour to be able to be in a financial position to be able to do that I think because that's like such a thing that you think about all the time and mm. well, that's all you think about mm. it would be quite disappointing if our baby just like lets us <laughs> rot and care see you later uh, <laughs> I think that Free would be upsetting I don't yeah. want my child to be like yeah I can't wait till mummies die and I can get their inheritance <laughs> or whatever that's like horrible I just don't I did, look I, you know me I don't trust any other person in whatever scenario so yeah. I don't trust anyone to look after my parents even and I'm sure there are fantastic, no, there are fantastic people carers, but, fantastic but there are some people. non ones but no there. one's gonna care as much as I care because yeah. I am their baby you yeah. know so that's that's the way it is yeah. it's gonna happen unless they're really annoying then they're getting shipped off <laughs> <laughs> So we've talked about who our baby's going to be and then the next episode is the last episode before I give birth. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So by next episode, uh, hopefully I'll have my birth bag packed. Perhaps we should explore uh, ways to induce labor, potentially on, on the podcast. <laughs> Spicy food, maybe we'll have some sex. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sounds, sounds great, Rachel. Yeah. What a fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll bounce on my birthing ball. And uh, oh. let's get this baby out. Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance is a Spotify original from BBC Studios. It's produced by Leila Navabi. The executive producers are Rihanna Coleman and James Cater for Spotify and Julie McKenzie for BBC Studios. To never miss an episode, make sure you're following Rose and Rosie Parental Guidance on Spotify and to join in the conversation, use the hashtag Rose and Rosie PG. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>